This is the Action for Wellness podcast, where we discuss small changes that will greatly improve your life, health, relationships, and well-being. Hosted by naturopath Maya Harish and parenting consultant Nava Abraham. This is the Action for Wellness podcast, and this is episode six. Today, we want to talk about finding your zone of genius. And the reason we want to talk about this is because a few episodes ago, I think it was episode two, but I could be mistaken, we were talking... Never you said I was something. saying I was saying that I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. And I think this is something a lot of people can relate to. I think a lot of people work out of inertia or... Exactly. I think a lot of times, even if you know you're not doing something like that really fulfills you and makes you feel really good, you kind of have to keep going because you, you know, reality is here and you have to pay the bills and you have to, you know, there are certain things you have to do. So one of them is work, even if you don't absolutely love it, you've got to get paid. Yep. So I was reading this book. I read this book actually about a year ago. Um, And when you were talking about this, I was thinking, oh, that's interesting. This book could come in handy. Naturally, that's often how I think. (laughs) It's very surprising. (laughs) You may by now have picked up on the fact that So this book is called The Big Leap, and it's by Gay Hendricks. So he has, in this book, he talks about a lot of things, and he helps you sort of, uh, his point is to try and help you figure out how to uh, take your big leap, how to move on and find what he calls your zone of genius. He reckons we live our lives in four different zones. And the first one is the zone of incompetence which is all the things that you're not good at. He thinks that you should only do these things if you intend to either enjoy them or master them. But otherwise, why would you waste all this time and all this energy on things that you shouldn't be doing? I agree with that to an extent. Yeah, obviously it doesn't relate to everything because there are things that, you know, just daily living to keep yourself alive. Yes. You want to be able to feed yourself and shower. Yes. And But I certainly do agree with, I mean, again, you can't eliminate everything that you're not good at, but you have to do anyway out of your life. But I do certainly agree with maybe taking a moment to think about what are the things that you do that you, you're not really very good at and you don't actually have to do and taking those out of your life. I do agree with that. Especially, I would say, so maybe in your personal life, it doesn't apply to everything, but in your work life, there are many, many things that you don't do well, or not you specifically, like one doesn't do well, and we just shouldn't be doing them. It's true. We should be letting people who are good at it and enjoy it do them, or we should do them because they're fun for us. Yes. Um, And if they're not fun for us and we don't want to understand them then in business there's a lot of things you should be delegating it's true we don't or we're not all in a position to delegate it's but I, I but again wherever i do agree that wherever possible yes we should certainly be putting uh, an emphasis on that the second zone is the zone of competence and these are the things that you're okay at but other people can do them much better and the things you might do because it's easier than delegating them. You're washing the dishes instead of your, using your dishwasher, for example. I'm sorry, I'm not quite there. Okay, so think about it this way. 
there are things that you, you're okay at, but other people can do much better, or you can find ways of delegating them otherwise, or maybe finding a different way to live with them. So you used to be a clean freak, right? You used to wash all the dishes, and if I washed the dishes, you would probably go and wash them afterwards, because I wasn't good enough at washing the dishes for you. This is true. And (laughs) funnily enough, now that you're a family of six, the dishwasher works. It's true. I I absolutely hated dishwashers, and I refused to use... I had, in my flat, I had a dishwasher, which I refused. I had, I literally unplugged it. I refused to use it. But then, you know, reality struck. I do not have the time to stand around washing dishes for six people all the time. So what he's saying is that this can apply to more than just dishwashing, right? There are many things in your life that... That you insist on for no no real reason. Exactly. Oh, wow. Penny dropping? Was that a penny dropping? That was a penny dropping. (laughs) Okay, the third zone he speaks of is the zone of excellence. And these are all the activities that you do really well. Your job that you earn a good living at. He says, okay, so this staying here in your zone of excellence, that's your addiction to comfortable living. That's your... It's true. We all aspire. What we all aspire to is doing what we're really good at because that's... I think it's it's rewarding in a way. Even if you find it really boring, it's still nice to do something and be really good at it. It's so much nicer to do something that you're really good at than, than doing something you're shit at. Than working towards improving a different skill that yes. you haven't yet acquired. It's true. It's easier. It's certainly easier. It's certainly easier to do something you're good at than want to do something you're doing better. And this is where most of us, this is where most of us spend most of our lives. We do the things that we're good at. It's comfortable because this allows us to pay our bills. It allows us to to not have to think too much. It also does give us relative satisfaction in our lives. Mm -hmm. Because again, doing something you're good at feels good. Yep. But what he says is that if you stay here, there's a deep part of you that will never really thrive. It will never really feel like it's found its place. It's true. It's like settling. In a, it's, in it's a way, settling, it's settling. It? And then there's the zone of genius. This is the set of activities that you are uniquely able to achieve and draw on your special gifts, the things that make you you and what, what your strengths are. And this is where you will liberate your inner genius. This is when you hear your inner call. This is what it is. It's being here. So you're talking about your X factor. Yes. Except a little less corny in my head, but (laughs) sure. That's where you are at your best, where you are in your element, as they say. That is a real challenge. You know what? A lot of people would like for their inner fulfillment, for their inner thing to be whatever. Mm -hmm. Being an amazing singer or being an actor or being... Today, it's a lot about being famous, being seen, being public. I think the, 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 the extra sort of level of difficulty to that is finding your real, your real thing. Like what really comes from within and not what sort of 
is forced onto you from outside. This is true. So the thing is that each one of us has skills and strengths and, and, and abilities that we have acquired over the years or we were born or with. born with, yes. Our talents. And we all sort of, not all of us, but a lot of us, I think, try to actualize them, but it's not very easy. And there are all these things that get in your head, like your second grade teacher telling you you can't sing, or your whatever, anybody, everybody has their own stories. All your insecurities, all, all your the little things that hold you back, that you carry with you. Yes, all these, you back. all these horrible voices in your head, the ones that aren't helpful. That's exactly what I was, I was about to talk about that, that it could be like, you could be the most amazing singer, but you have no confidence in yourself. And like, so, let me just say, Nava, you have a beautiful singing voice. <laughs> and if you didn't have that voice in your head telling you you can't do this, you could have done that. Okay. You know what? That's actually a good that's a good example because I honestly feel, I mean, apart from whatever insecurities and stage fright, whatever, I think that those are so strong within me. I mean, they are, I would say I'm maybe as good a singer as I'm in uh, or lacking confidence in that field. I mean, honestly, I can I can get up and, and speak in front of, you know, 15,000 people, no problem. Just the thought of having to sing in front of one person honestly makes me literally right now feel unwell. <laughs> okay? It's like that. And so if that is the case, I feel that maybe it's not Your my zone of genius. So here's the question. In this book, he also discusses something called your upper limit problem. And this is where all your insecurities put this glass ceiling over you and don't let you even imagine what if. And and But I don't think that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because in the same way as we have like instincts to keep us from falling, for mm-hmm. example, or to help protect us if we do fall, you know how you put your arms up or something like that. That's not a bad thing. That's nature's way of helping you sort of protect yourself. So maybe... You, you say that, and I sort of see what you're saying. It makes sense when you say it. Yes, of course, our instincts to protect us are good. But where's the line? Because, it's a good question. Because as a very anxious person, I can say... <laughs> I can say that my lines of protecting myself... Yes, it's true. They are sometimes sometimes over the top. My instinct tells me, don't speak to anyone new. Don't leave the house. Don't don't do anything. Yes, fortunately, you have managed to overcome that. Yeah, but that's... The question is, my line of telling me to protect myself, my instinct is clearly maladjusted. It's true. And then my question is, what is the worst that would happen if you went on stage and sang, right? No physical harm would happen. Probably physical, yeah, probably physical, I'd probably pass out or throw up or something. That's physical harm in my mind. But here's what I think. Here's what I think. Okay. So with me, it comes, it's about singing, right? My zone of genius may be, I love singing. I love it. I enjoy it. I sing in the car 
all the time like a crazy person. I sing in my house, you know, doing housework or whatever, and I'm really happy there. So maybe that's not your zone of genius. That's possible. Maybe your zone of genius is being a parenting consultant. No, but maybe it is my zone of genius to just enjoy it, to do it for pleasure rather than do you know what I mean? Because oh, I think I think what would happen to me if I were to take singing to a professional level, assuming I could drop all of my insecurities, I kind of feel it would suck the fun out of it. It would no longer be fun. It would be a job. And then I feel that that would be taking it from the zone of genius, which is where I absolutely love it right now, to the zone of, what was it, excellence? Mm-hmm. Where you, know you I mean? do it out of... Well, you do it because you're good. At, you're good at it, and you have to. So you keep doing it because it's comfortable, because it pays the bills or whatever. That's and that's a, a fair. That's a fair comment. It's possible that this singing for yourself is your zone of genius, and you have no desire to sing on stages. But if you had the desire to sing on stages, it's true. I agree. So I think it's very, very, very subjective. Obviously. Very subjective, and it really changes from one person to another. The fact that you're really good at something doesn't mean this should be the only thing you do in life. Exactly. You know what? Even if it is what I love to do and what I want to do, and I can do it, it still doesn't mean it has to be. The zone of genius doesn't have to be one thing, right? So you could be amazingly good and a famous singer, and also you know, something else that you're absolutely amazing and special and really unique at. The thing is, you 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 don't have to put a zone of genius into a little box that fits one thing. It's yes. that's not that's not the point. The point is to find the things that fill you up, that make you happy, that make that that you shine at and see how much of your life you can spend there in that Waking up with a smile, can't wait to get to work. I had a brilliant day at work. I can't wait to be at home with my family because that is also part of my zone of genius. And, you know, how can you turn more of your life into that yeah. and less of your life into the silly things that you that do out you of... Down. You're bogged down doing silly things. Mm-hmm. Whether you have to do them or you don't have to do them, but you're just good at them, so you can, you just move on out of convenience and comfort yeah it's about it's about choosing how to live your life in the way that will actually be most fulfilling for you instead of settling for listening to these insecurities that are telling you so a lot of people sort of have a dream inside them like i've i've spoken in the past few weeks i have met a lot of people who have said to me yeah i have i i i I have a day job but I wish I could, if I could open a business, if I could write a book, if I could this, that, and the other. Everybody has this thing, and and there's they're upper limiting themselves, right? It's this true. is the point at which they're, you say, they're creating their own glass ceiling for yeah. themselves. It's not an external thing, is it? Exactly. So yeah, okay. If you haven't ever written a book before, but that's your dream, maybe don't quit your day job. But, but you can do maybe, it. You make time to start. Exactly. Maybe get up an hour earlier and spend an hour in the morning writing and then go to work, that's okay. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people do that. You don't... It's not all or nothing. Life is never all or nothing. It's true. I also feel, by the way, that 
you don't have to be in the zone of excellence, uh, the zone of genius at all time. I mean, we do, we all still have a reality, right? We all still have to pay the bills. We all still have to do things that we don't necessarily love and are absolutely amazing at. Yeah. Most people don't enjoy taking the rubbish out. Yes, but you have to, right? You know, but they're probably quite good at it. <laughs> right. I mean, how bad can no, you I'm get saying, to that? You know, you know who comes to mind when I when I'm talking about this is Jamie Michaels, who is happens to be our cousin, and he just lives the dream, right? I would say he definitely lives out of the box. He lives. He it's like he wants to do something, and he plans it, and then he does it. And then he does it. And he makes the best out of it. He enjoys He enjoys it. Even when he doesn't enjoy it, he enjoys the experience. Mm-hmm. And he's good at it. We are going to have him on one of our podcasts. We just need to arrange this because he's firefighting, firefighting in Alberta, in Canada, and in, you know, it's, it's a thing it's, we're going to have to coordinate it. But we're certainly going to have him here. We're certainly going to have him on one of our podcasts because he's a very interesting person to talk to. Also, he is a great writer. He has written a graphic novel called Canoe, canoe Boys, Boys, describing his experiences taking his canoe from Winnipeg to Mexico with two mates on a whim. His zone of genius, if you ask me, is his ability to fully enjoy anything. everything at any time. He just does things, and it's amazing. And and that, to me, is the living in the genius zone. That's him. He lives. He lives at at any given time between the zone of excellence and the zone of genius. But he's just he honestly in in this respect, he's exactly what I what comes to mind when we talk about this. Yeah, right. That's fair. I can accept that. So, what we're saying is, try to think about your life. Try to separate the things that you do that are your zone of incompetence, your zone of competence, competence, your zone of excellence, and your zone of genius. Try to make more time for the things that matter. Yeah. Try to make a small change, a slight change in your life to sort of drop. Just try and drop anything you can, realistically, without, you know, ruining your life. Drop anything that is in your zone of incompetence that you can. And things all that things are in your... That, all things that... So some things suck up our time. And they are... I would put them in zone of competence, but although I don't necessarily think they belong there. And these are things like social media and constant email alerts and all of these things. They stop us from... They hold us down. They bog us down, basically, with useless and needless. Yeah. I would call it, like, chatter, Mm -hmm. like white noise. That's what it is, isn't it? So I, I noticed when I deleted Facebook that I did it because I was reading about how the average millennial... Wait, what? (laughs) You were doing what? I was reading... (laughs) Um, shut up. Shocking. That millennials tend to check their Facebook, just just scroll through it randomly throughout the day. So open it. Yeah, like 147 <coughs> times a day on average or something completely mad. Uh, and I was thinking, 
I wonder if I wonder how many times I do that. And then I spent a day trying to pay attention because it's one of those things you do without paying attention. I, was, I spent the whole day trying to pay attention. And at the end of the day, I was like, nope, never again. I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is not good. And I deleted the app. And the next day, I every once in a while, I'd pick up my phone, stare at it and think, what am I doing? Why am I, wh- what am I looking for? And then wow. I'd realize that I was just distracting myself. And there was no need for that. And can I tell you that since that happened, my term paper has come on, <laughs> come on quite significantly. That's, wow, that's ridiculous. And yeah, everything else I do, I feel like I'm more focused. And again, I mean, I work All on my computer. Really I can, silly. I can open a browser window yeah. with Facebook on it. Yeah, that's not difficult. It can be open all day long. I won't do, I, usually I don't do it, but the Facebook alerts on the phone, that was what was distracting me. That's insane. And now I have to say, it's amazing how such a small change would make such a big difference. And not even you. Yeah, because you, as you were speaking, I was trying to think how many times do I open Facebook? Because I was like, I don't do that 150 times a day. No way. But you know what? Maybe I do. Yeah. Maybe I do. I mean, I don't know about 150. That sounds like a real... Okay, 100, yeah, amount. 150. But I, I would say, yeah, I would say like 50 times a day, maybe. Like just every, anytime you, you know, just anything. Mindlessly. Yeah, exactly. Complete, it's completely mindless. And it's also like, I'll open it and close it. I don't really even look at anything. Exactly. It's just, it's just a, like a time filler or a something. It's you know, your like your brain sort of needs a break from whatever you're doing, so it'll do something really silly. Yeah, and once upon a time there was this thing. It was called boredom, and it was also called imagination. <sighs> what? I what know, are those? Right? And I think by not letting ourselves get to that point, we're actually truly damaging ourselves and the next generation that will actually never know what real boredom is. It's true, you're so touching on something that I want to have a whole podcast about, by the way. Absolutely. We'll definitely write that down. We're definitely going to do that. Mm-hmm. A podcast about boredom and over-stimulation. For sure. So I think, I think, yeah, I think that was a bit of a tangent at the end there. But yes. what we were saying, the, the, the whole premise of this is try to think about what you can reduce from your life that you don't have any interest in. So the whole premise of this show was minus the tangent at the end, which I think is relevant, but yeah, the point is, think about what are the things in your life that you work for instead of having them work for you, and how you can reduce or remove them from your life. Think about what your zone of genius is. Where do you shine? What makes you happy? And what are the skills and the abilities that you have that other people don't, and how can you use those in your life to improve your life? Yes. What makes you tick? What is it, what is it that really you look forward to? Mm-hmm. So I think that's it for today. Yes. I hope you all are our followers on Instagram and on Facebook. We often post interesting you know, little things and... We're very, very happy to always accept your input. And if you have anything you'd like to discuss, if contact us. If there's anything you'd like us to talk about, we'd be really happy to do that. If you enjoyed our podcast, 
we'd really like it if you subscribed and shared it with other people you think might enjoy it and obviously leave a review on iTunes if you'd like we'd love for you to do that and have a great day bye bye